Newsbreak podcast. The day-long judgment was delivered by Justice Mohini Mudli after a trial that lasted for three years and ten months. Mudli's detailed judgment reviewed the testimonies of baby Jamie's two siblings, the accused's sister, the accused herself, and various psychological reports. Baby Jamie's eldest sibling, referred to as A by Judge Mudley, has been described as a confident, good and quick witness. In his testimony, he described the consistent abuse that he, his siblings and especially baby Jamie had endured at the hands of both his mother and grandmother. He told the court how the accused had limited food to the deceased, feeding her a slice of dry bread for breakfast sometimes bread for lunch and a small amount of curry and rice at dinner. In relation to this and referring to the harrowing post-mortem pictures, Justice Moodley said it was indisputable that baby Jamie appeared in an emaciated, stunted and malnourished state, despite her mother denying that the child had been starved. A also told the court about the day before baby Jamie had died, saying his mother and grandmother had punched the toddler in her face and head with high heel shoes and their fists. A and one of his other siblings were then ordered to mop the blood off the kitchen floor. The testimony by both baby Jamie's siblings aligned perfectly with the evidence presented by state witness and forensic pathologist Dr. Sibusisan Sele, calling it a case of fatal child abuse. Sele used scars and wounds at various stages of their healing to demonstrate a frightening history of abuse, which included cigarette burns, a bloodied nose, a swollen head, pinch marks, deep scalp bruising and sexual abuse. Baby Jamie eventually succumbed to a fatal blow to her head that Ansele testified would have been inflicted 24 hours before she died. He said that despite this fatal blow that had killed her, she would have succumbed to severe malnutrition Within a few months, Justice Mudley said that while it was common cause through several psychological evaluations by different psychologists that the accused had suffered a mild intellectual impairment, she was indeed well aware of the repercussions that her abusive and negligent actions would have had on baby Jamie. Mudley said even if the accused was functioning at the level of a 16-year-old, she must have foreseen that the blows she was inflicting would be fatal. The ongoing question throughout this trial has been whether the accused was capable of distinguishing between right and wrong and whether she was then able to act accordingly. The defense tried to prove that her brain injury and history of sexual and emotional abuse from her own parents had rendered her incapable of acting in the best interests of her children. But Justice Mudley said that the state had proved beyond a reasonable doubt that this mother had the cognitive ability to act accordingly. Sentencing resumes on Friday. For the SABC, I'm Minoshne Pillay in Durban. Newsbreak, Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.